Your face is weird on meeting five things. Shut your mouth. Welcome to Craft Beer Gas. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, guys. What's happening? We're uh, back here at the Bird Song once again. And Wells is here, and Wells too. Is here. And Wells is here. <laughs> usually. Do I have to acknowledge him? You do. He's like the Wells in the room. Do I really need to say Yes. Okay. I'm not I mean, going to say his name a third time, Wells though. in the room. Yeah. Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can't even. What? <laughs> and uh, Chris and Tara back again. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks again for putting up with us and our shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially oh, after you guys oh, have always. had to work all day and then you have to sit here for an extra two hours to deal yeah, with our deal jackassery. With it's got to be weird, like for for the well, I'm I'm not going to include Wells in this conversation. For for me and Josh, you know, <laughs> normal working stiffs that that aren't involved in the beer industry whatsoever, you know, like this is the highlight of our day. Yeah, pretty much. And for you guys, it's like I mean, I have to imagine at some level, it's like well. I mean, I could have been drinking beer all day. Here's some more. <laughs> yeah, they both got kind of quiet. Yeah, they yeah. looked at each other like, do you want to answer that one? No, I don't want to. I mean, l- let's face it. If, if Jeff and I had to go to like a telecom conference it, after our eight hour day of work, I would want to shoot myself. Oh, I was laughing because sad news, everyone. People who work at breweries don't actually drink beer all day. No. What? You mean there's something around the act of being around beer all day that makes you kind of not want one at all hours? Oh, no. We definitely drink <laughs> when we're done. Same. There's a lot of work to do, so we do that first. Too yeah. many That's ways good. to get injured. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. Whatever. Safety. Sure. OSHA. <laughs> Workman's comp. What, what do those guys know? Yeah. <laughs> what do they know? Seriously. <sighs> they know the nothing. Oh, I need to pull up the... What are we talking about tonight, Josh? Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of things. Wells, what is happening with Budweiser? What did they shamelessly rip off? <laughs> now? Oh, this time? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> no, you put the story. We in. have all three stories up on the wall, like usual. Yeah. <sighs> Patagonia? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they ripped oh. off the logo from Patagonia, and they did it pretty blatantly. And I, I have woo. seen these billboards around town. Reddit's been on fire about this because Budweiser reps are saying, oh, have you had a new Patagonia? Beer, the beer that we did with Patagonia. Oh, so, wow. Oh, they're pimping it like they're it's that? No. Oh. So it's either an education failure, in which case people are, like the reps are ad-libbing and getting things horrendously wrong, or maybe they're hoping to capitalize on confusion. But it's going to be interesting because I don't think Patagonia is having this. Yeah, no, they are not. They are suing for uh, trademark infringement, well, number yeah. one. It's got the mountain logo, and, and it literally says Patagonia yeah, in but it. Patagonia is yeah. also like a mountain region, Yeah, it's a region, so. technically. But Budweiser doesn't do mountain ranges. That's Coors and Bush, man. But, I mean, this is kind of like people saying, like, oh, the Rockies. And having, like, a very iconic Rockies image. But, except there's not, not a clothing company called the Rockies. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That's true. Well, not only that, but apparently Patagonia has actually done a beer with a brewery in Portland already. Oh. I totally heard about that. Yeah, with no. their actual like logo, their legit logo. I'm looking at the brewery can is still open. I mean, I'm just curious. Asking for a friend. Uh, I think so. Portland has a hard time keeping their breweries open. There's too many. Uh, Hopworks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hopworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, Definitely yeah, yeah. still open. Hopworks Urban Brewing. Yep. I, I think it's possible. I'm not an IP attorney, but I think it's possible that the logos are just different enough that InBev might be able to get away with it. 
Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Unfortunately, kind of looking at it, I think it's it's different enough that they could get away with it. It's but possible then I they have attorneys who are designers, like yep. combo. Yep. You know. Well, and I didn't know about what <laughs> Wells was saying that they're saying they're brewing this beer with this. That's that's where I'm like, ooh, well, yeah, that's, that's cool. You've, yeah. you've got to have intent at that point, and it could be just a couple like rogue reps that are getting their facts wrong for whatever reason but they but, mean well but sure but this is you could have warned me what this was before you pour, poured oh, it oh my bad here uh by yeah, the way yeah, yeah now i know oh, yeah, you got that yeah yeah but you could have fucking warned me my bad you're welcome i appreciate it but jesus jeff <laughs> stick your nose in well, that yeah i'm sorry do i do i need to start like you know hand walking you through every little thing that we have from now on sometimes hey fyi this is a chuck beer coming up next and you know like i'm not gonna do that oh come on yeah, I was like, uh, by the way, no wait, Chuck wait, beers this episode. Good. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know, and he was just like poured it, and you know, my normal habit is let's get a nose full, and when you don't expect what you just got, you're like, Whoa. oh, okay. Either somebody <laughs> forgot to do the shirt laundry, or <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we- <laughs> Heineken, you know, we love to talk about Heineken and all their funness. Uh, they are paying a record $2.5 million to settle some trade practice violations. And what do you mean by trade practice violations? So we've talked many times about how you do the stupid shit of trying to force like your equipment or whatever it is into restaurants, tap rooms, that type of a thing. So sure. they came up with this, what they're claiming to be pri-territory. Pri- Proprietary? I can't talk all of a sudden. Proprietary? He's so so screwed up by that sample, he can't even speak. Uh, But a whole other story, Budweiser and Heineken are fighting about this, but it's called Brew Lock, and it apparently is a different way. It's not a normal tap system. Sure. And so they were installing these into all these restaurants and facilities, and then, of course, hiding the payments and making it look like they weren't. I always wondered why, <clears throat> why, why that's never happened, or, or something like that's never happened before, where somebody comes along and they're like, "Hey, and we're gonna have, we're gonna put this whole setup in, and we're just gonna use something that isn't the normal commercial Sankey." Like, guess what? All the rest of the commercial kegs will not work. You can only buy from us, but we'll put everything in for free. Like, I mean, besides being illegal, it just, I don't know. I kind of, kind of expected it to happen by now. Yeah, that was a fun learning experience early on for Birdsong when we. Oh, would I get, bet. Would get on tap on a Newcastle tap. Mm-hmm. And Newcastle uses a Sankey S. This is kind of nerdy. Sorry. That's and, okay. And uh, it turns out you, if you just roll in there with a nice Lazy Bird Brown just about. and you try to tap that keg, you get a face full of Lazy Bird, which is not the end of the world unless you're not expecting it. It sticks out, what, just like two or three it's, millimeters uh, yeah, too far? Yeah, it's not that much difference. You can't tell it when you just pick it up, but nice. you can definitely tell when you try to tap the keg. Wow. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you start turning it, it depresses that ball, and it's like, whoop, yep. face full of beer. I've that sounds like, that the, like a mistake. Like the first three or four times I saw Jenny try to crack a, try to tap a cask, and it's just like, <laughs> got like almost video of it. It's great. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. So back yeah, like in the I said, days. How long ago was that? Yeah, if only like boomerang was more of a thing back then. I'd love right? to see some that would be great. Tap fails. <laughs> oh. That'd be good. So like I said, two point five million dollars is the biggest uh, fine that the TTB has gotten ever. Uh, bigger or before that, the biggest one was actually about nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Oh wow! So they're really going for yeah. Things. Like this is a huge jump into. It's almost like they figured out that a million dollars is like the marketing budget for two months for some of these companies. 
Yeah, part of me wonders, is this actually kind of on purpose? Because we've seen a lot of this stuff before, and it's always been small slaps on the wrist. $300,000, $400,000, $500,000. Man, if your idea of a slap in the well, wrist is a cool half mil, good But when you. you think of somebody like Heineken is a great example. Yeah. I mean, like Jeff just said, that's probably, that's probably their yeah. marketing budget for a month or two. And now all of a sudden you're like, we're going to give you some real damage because what you did is not fucking cool. It's, it's the fake kind of drama, you know, that that's a lot of money. Like, you know, it, my wife had on like uh, the Property Brothers and these people are in there and they're looking at this $1.2 million house and they're like, yeah, but this one's listed for 1.25 and they're like, oh, this is too much money. And I'm like, if you're paying $1.2 million for a house, $50,000 is not a lot. Bingo. Anywho. Not a lot of money, but hey, at least the fines are getting bigger. At some point, it'll get enough that it'll it'll straighten some people out. I hope. We hope. We hope. But yeah, this is another one of those basically pay-to-play deals, and it was locking you into a complete system at this point instead of giving you kegs. Which, like you said, you wondered why nobody had done this before. This is probably why, because you're going to get fined AF for it. I just want to point out that Wells is wearing a t-shirt that says, I want to dream, which is like a really nice concept coming from Wells. Until you hear the song, and then you're like, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It is one of those, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. All right, I figured there was a backstory. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's seven minutes long of... (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, okay, yep. It's like, oh, it's such a nice and uplifting and positive shirt, and like... Yeah, it's yeah. a conversation about two people asking what it's like to die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. So that Maybe got dark much. super fast. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, like we do. So Amazon. We all have Amazon Prime accounts, right? I'm, I'm aware of that. Somebody was passing around the uh, very clearly uh, disguised, we want to mine all your data link of, uh, hey, click here and you'll find out how much you've spent on Amazon in your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Nope. No. I'm good. It's a lot. I know this. If I'm that concerned about it, I'll look on my credit card statement. Thanks, but uh, it's a lot. So we know that they've been doing a lot of lobbying on other parts of the Amazon industry, the Amazon world. But I guess apparently now they are starting to look into the wine, beer, and spirits arm of lobbying. Wine and spirits. Interesting. Because, of course, Amazon being who Amazon is, and especially now that they have bought Whole Foods, they want to be able to be your 365 store. Like, you don't leave. You don't leave this environment. Like or, I you mean, get your food, you get your wine, you get your spirits, you get your clothes, you get all of it through this one company. I mean, I how for one welcome our delivery overlords. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say how long before? I mean, they're already starting to mobilize their own self-branded delivery service. Oh no, they've one hundred percent done it, at least in no, the no, city. I know, I, and I'm just saying, like they've already started doing that. It, it depending on what city you're in, it's at a different stage. But I mean, how long before they? I mean, I guess they really don't need to pick up something like DoorDash or Foodie Call or Grubhub or why buy them when you can? Make yeah, when own? you've got you've got Whole Foods, so you know you just the Amazon model. This is uh, uh, Amazon Basics delivery. We will now crush everyone else in this category. That'll be interesting. Yeah, so of course there's only a handful of states that you can actually legally right now get wine or spear or beerits. So right now there's beerits. Man, I love me some beerits. Spear or beerits. Spirits. <laughs> there are about thirty major cities that can get wine delivery, and about half of that is eligible for all three. Welcome to Craft Spear Cast. Yeah, beerits cast. Beerits cast. Beerits. 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 So I mean, as a brewery owner, what does this make you feel like? Does that kind of scare you a little bit that Amazon is trying to push into this game? Is this something you even think about? 
Um, or, yeah, is that even something that crosses your head? Clearly, Until now. Clearly, <laughs> eight years in, I don't scare very easily, and I probably should in most instances. Um, but I think the, uh, I think Amazon's always been about that last piece, right? So I, right. I'm not sure, you know, they bought Whole Foods, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that they're not looking into organic farming, right? Fair, um, yeah. So I, I do think that Amazon wants to be the everything store, mm-hmm. um, but that actually could be a positive for some breweries who have, you know, good packaged beer that maybe could go on one of those Amazon trucks. I don't know. So okay. I don't think it's all... Doom and gloom. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's an interesting thought. <clears throat> what happens when Amazon becomes the new distributor nationwide? Well, and that's kind of what a lot of because you know this is a good beer hunting article. It's got the too long to so read. I was gonna say it's it's like seven thousand pages. Yes, and that is one of the things they point out is that potentially Amazon could all of a sudden become a new distro house in some areas, which is kind of mind blowing when you stop and think about that for a second. That's actually a legitimate concern in North Carolina, not necessarily with the small craft breweries, but with some of the bigger distributors is that how many warehouses is Amazon allowed to have? Quote, yeah. unquote, right? Right. So, yeah, um, it, it is a thing that I mean, they're good at delivery there. There there was a lot of talk a few months ago about them potentially acquiring FedEx, which is kind of a crazy. Oh, notion, wow. I missed that. Right? So which I don't think they're going to do. But yeah, you know, they're not. They're past DoorDash. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. And and I mean, buddy of mine had the the business plan where you sign up and this is how much you have to put in up front and you get access to, you know, buying vehicles and you know their you know group buying power for you know insurance and this and that and all the other. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely insane. But well, I mean, like anymore, at least for me. I order something and it's all next day. Like I don't pay any extra for it. I'm yeah. not doing the prime now thing. It's all just next day. It shows up in a white van. I'm like, what is going Along on? With all your free candy. Yeah. Mm. All my free candy, you know, but to your point, like Amazon's trying to push their way into the delivery service themselves instead of you using UPS, FedEx, all these other places. And I don't see them stopping at that. I mean, as big as the, as the company is, I would totally see them getting into the distro game somewhere. I don't know what state is going to allow it, but I see it happening. I mean, each state has their own uh, barriers to market. Right. So I, I just don't see Amazon really competing as a, a distributor. I mean, they're just a retailer. Well, and I guess maybe that's the point, but then... Yeah, I mean, I don't see, like, Birdsong signing a distribution deal with Amazon to cover, like, Charlotte area deliveries. That would be a distributor. Okay. That would be pretty funny, though. <laughs> funny. I just went into Prime now and was looking to see what was in the beer category. No bird song, but yep. uh, sneaking in there with some medium salsa. It's like, well, that's not beer. Yeah, you imposter. Wow. <laughs> It'd be great when it's like uh, you know uh, people who bought uh, you know who bought higher ground also bought. <laughs> Man, could you imagine the analytics you could get as a brewer? Oh my goodness. Like, oh, hey, we need to make sure that we have this kind of food truck because everybody that buys this gets this thing. That's kind of now, that would be scary. intriguing to, to get that from a brewery standpoint, to be able to get some feedback for what. I mean, I'm sure you guys get some kind of idea for like what food trucks are successful, probably based on the feedback you get from the people that are here. You know, pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I know, like, I've, I've been here before, and I'm like, thought you guys were having a food truck. Oh, well, this one, and it's always late. I'm like, yeah, maybe you get a different one. Noted. <laughs> maybe get a different one. I don't know. I just the whole idea behind it fascinates me, and and looking at Amazon and seeing what they've become in the last ten years, and it all got thrown away by a couple dick pics. <laughs> Almost, or about half of it. Let's just say. yeah, about half of it, but thirty five percent. Yeah, thirty five percent. But I mean, obviously, it's not stopping its growth in any way, shape, or form as a company. So, is this their next thing, or or like well said, are they just a retailer? It is interesting to see that they have now gotten to the point that people are starting to rally against them. You know, it, 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 it's become very hip in New York to hate on Amazon. You yep. know, yep. nobody, I mean, anybody that's had Amazon move into their town, I mean, it makes a pretty drastic impact and it's not always positive. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we were up, Charlotte was up for headquarters too there for a while. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of us who were just kind of like, you know, maybe just pass us by. Yeah. Just It'd keep okay. on going. Keep on going. Although have they, have they, I guess they haven't really said if they're moving to a, now that they got busted out of New York, eh, who knows what they're doing? That was DC suburb. Yeah, that's what okay. I, if I remember right, yeah. Behind on my news, what can I say? Yeah, what can you do? Any other thoughts? We're ready for break. Break me off a piece of that break. We'll do. We'll be back in thirty. Right now it's time for buy no buy. Wells, how does that work? It's pretty simple. We have definitely been drinking beer during the show, <laughs> uh, and this is Woo! our time to let you know which of the beers that we have been sampling. What are we looking to buy or not buy? Simple. Jeff, kick us off. All right. So uh, at my special request, and I say my special request like I'm the only one that actually likes it, but uh, uh, was joking with uh, Chris and Tara before we got started. Uh, we had an email chain. Um, Mark was in for Whales for Wishes. Yep. Uh, which, again, raised $50,000. Yes. Like crazy amount of money. Yes. Nice. Um, he goes back to California, and he sends us this email. Like, I love Mark. He's got a huge heart. But sometimes it's just like, is he still eight? Like, I don't know. Yeah, understand. he's the big doofus in, he, he, of our yeah. group. And he's like, have you guys had this beer? And we're all kind of like, yeah, it's really good. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this is my favorite. He said it was his favorite IPA in Charlotte. Nice. So, uh, cool. you know, in honor of that, I, I was, since we were going to be here, I sent a little note. I'm like, hey, I hope you guys still have some so we can have some on the show. Because uh, if not, I'm bringing one of my own. Uh, <laughs> I didn't put that in there just in case. But uh, this is uh, the new, uh, the latest from the IPA. How many I- of these IPA series have you guys done now? I think this makes 11. Okay. Or 12. Maybe 10. Or 12. Somewhere around there. Somewhere between 20, 10 and 12. Uh, but this is a Gravity Rides Double IPA. Um, this one speaks to me because it is a West Coast IPA, and that is my favorite. This beer speaks to me because it's delicious. I love it. I have bought uh, multiple four-packs of this, and uh, I consume it in quantity. Big, solid buy for me. Wells? I've had this on draft more than a few times. I mean, it is a, an above-board, just solid 8% West Coast IPA. I really enjoyed this. Josh, where are you? 
Yeah, especially <clears throat> because I do live that Haysboro life. <laughs> Kidding. Um, the West Coast stuff is is always good, and it really stands out when it stands out because anymore everybody just tries to make the hazy stuff. So you know, we kind of we kind of gravitate more towards West Coast IPAs now than we probably have in the past, just because. Yeah, hard pass. You can dump that bad boy. Um, I think it's just because we've had so many hazy beers that sometimes when they stand out, they stand out. It's good, Wells. It's good, but you know, you know, you know, you know. Okay. Right. So, anyways, I'm gonna obviously <laughs> next beer up, Jeff. Buy this beer. Next beer uh, up, please. I, I'm imagining that you guys are happy with this beer. Mm. Oh yeah, I think it came out pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we can always do better, but I like it. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've uh, as I've been checking this in, I believe honestly, and I'm not just saying this because it's in my hand. I, I really think this may have unseated higher ground is my favorite. Wow. Took you long enough. Took me long enough. Yeah, I mean, does that mean you're going to stop the like the litany of please can higher ground every single time higher ground gets mentioned? No, no, no. Damn, so close. Yeah, we were close. We convinced Foothills. Started to get my hopes up. We convinced Foothills to put Jade in twelve ounce bottles. I still claim that was us. I think you're crazy, but we could fact check that for you if you want. I've got the press release if you want to. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Don't make me get Ray down. Fight. Fight. All right, next beer up, Jeff. Next beer up. Um, so uh, out of Wa- Wanakee, 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 Wisconsin. Wells doesn't know. Uh, this is uh, a beer from a, a, a brewery called Untitled Art, which I'm not familiar with. They just came to Charlotte a couple months ago. Been okay. For a little bit. Okay. Um, this is their pineapple terpene IPA. Now... I'm going to give you a little uh, inside baseball real quick. So, uh, you know, as you see on our post, we have the beer lineup, and we always talk about Bino Bine. We've been drinking beer throughout the show. And usually what happens is I start pouring samples, and as we're talking about stuff on the show, people have stuff. And sometimes you get reactions, like Josh had a very visceral reaction to, what what is this? (laughs) What are those? Um, This beer has a really good pineapple aroma. Pineapple. And then um, the terpenes are also quite strong. It's got a really nice pineapple kush aroma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a pineapple aroma. A okay, pineapple well, kush right, aroma. So, you know, sorry. Nobody... Anyway. Um, and so, you know, I had this beer, and then I had a couple other beers, and um, even going back a second time through, and I, and, I, and I never had any more of this particular beer, I still have the terpene burps. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't, I don't understand how this is sticking with me while the others aren't. And sticking, icking, icking. Ooh wee, ooh wee. Um, it's super interesting. But so like, I'm, I'm very curious where you're at with this. I don't hate it, but okay. I, I like. I don't. You know me. I'm a sucker for a pineapple beer. Right. I love a pineapple beer, and I, and I like. I like the flavor of it. Um, I, I'll, I'll buy a couple of these. I'll, I'll actually. I'll buy. Wait, them. what? Yeah. Wow. And again, as a, like, I want, like, one or two cans to share with people to be like, what do you think about this? Because I've got a couple groups of people, and we yeah. share beer, and it's just like, this one's really out there. What okay. do you think? Interesting. Wells? I'm not doing anything more with that, though. Fair enough. One or two, that's it. You want to talk about something that has a distinct nose to it. Uh-huh. Um, see, I'm not getting a whole ton of hot presents. I'm not getting a whole ton of pineapple. I'm getting a whole ton of heady terps. Uh, this is, it's almost like a one-trick pony 
to me, like we've had the ceremonial session IPA that yep. had uh, terpenes in it that was a little bit more of a put together complete beer than this. We had the uh, 420 strain. Yeah, 420 yeah, strain. G13. Yeah, oh, G13. Um, a little bit better. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's a novelty, but it's one that I picked up a four pack of and I'll. But would you uh, buy another four pack? Honestly, no, uh, I wouldn't. Okay. But I mean, it's like a, I'd buy it once just to try it for sure. So put me down on the buy column. All right. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not like a conditional buy, but, you know. Yeah. Josh, where are you, man? <laughs> Again, <laughs> you, you can rewind if you forgot my reaction to this because it was a totally what the fuck is this? It was strong. Yeah, because when you don't expect it, you just kind of get your mind blown a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's kind of skunky smell. Yeah, it's a little skunky. It's a little pineapple-y. It's a... But again, I mean, like the pineapple wins out for me, and I, I like that. I like that. I mean, it, it is a good beer, but I do still have the terpene burps, and I terpene burps are are that's a whole thing. And again, like it blows my mind that of all the beer that we've had last show and this show, and we've been through all of them. Like I'm the only thing I'm burping is these pineapple terpenes. I mean, I kind I kind of feel like I can't buy this simply because I've already shared it with you guys. Who else am I going to share it with? Honestly, <laughs> fair. I mean, if I had another group of people to share this with, I'd go, hey, have you ever wanted to try a weed beer? Here you go. <laughs> or if you just want to add a little spice to your own safety meeting, then we got something for you. Yeah, but I don't know. I think Wells hit the nail on the head. It's one trick pony. doesn't really do anything else. And we've had better examples of this style. True. I'm a firm no buy on this beer. But if you're talking about value for your money, you're going to taste it. For like an hour. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> Maybe two. We'll see how the rest of the night plays out. I'll be laying in bed and uh, like trying to go to sleep. Still cursing about Wells going, beer, damn like, it, Wells. Your nice. phone's going to go bloop. <laughs> oh, Josh, come on. Let me go to sleep. I'm still burping it, man. Oh, man. All right, Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, so we got a pair from Salud Cerveceria. Uh, this is Kehumo, a triple IPA brewed with wheat and copious amounts of oats, which normally would make a beer... Soft. Soft. Uh, but this is hopped heavily with El Dorado and Citra Cryo. I'm not familiar with Citra Cryo. So Cryo is a, basically a freeze-dried approach to... Normally you would just uh, you dry hops to a certain humidity level. Okay. And that's actually kind of a key part of in-between harvest and pelletizing or storage or whatever. Cryo, you actually go even further and you... It gives you the opportunity to essentially add those hops and essentially liquefy into what you've added. So you get very little hop trube out of the tank. Interesting. Yep. Damn. That is the best explanation of that that I've heard. Thank you. No problem. Today I learned. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, um, it, it is a triple IPA, but it looks like a hazy. Um, and yet I like it because it's, it's, got, it's got a little bit of bitterness. It's got a little bit of bite. And again, that is my hang up most often with the hazy style beers that it's just it's too smooth and there's not enough bite. I, I want some bite in it. So uh, I, I like this. I would actually buy some of that. Wells? It doesn't just have a bite. It's got a little bit of a kick. I mean, this it's eleven and a half percent. It kind of lets you know that this is swinging for the fences. But hey, fun fact, I helped can this. Well, look at you being helpful to somebody ever. Nice. Um, shush. No, this is actually the first time he legit worked at Heist. I know. <laughs> as so much shit as time, we've given him. All the times that we've given you grief about being a shill and working for Heist. Yeah, I finally clocked hours in. 
Yep. So. He actually works at, worked at Heist. But yeah, I mean, that Which said, is where yes. Salud's bearing the spear. Yeah. Right. 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 Look, I'm, I'm slightly biased, but I mean, come on, this is a good Slightly? Beer. Come on. Oh, shush. Slightly. No, I'd, I'd, I'd do more of this. Josh, where are you? Especially after I'm the... Uh, those terpenes. Yeah, yeah, I would say, especially after the pineapple terpenes, this was a great palate changer. Uh, actually helped me taste again. <laughs> And not just taste terpenes. <laughs> so, yeah. It's Never a, gonna taste again. It's a damn good terpenes. beer. It's a really good beer. These two terpenes got no rhythm. Big buy. <laughs> Any opinion you Chris guys want Okay. No? no? All good. Okay. Uh, moving on. Another from Salud Cerveceria. This is El the Comando. The final one. from. Or no. No, no. We, we got, got one more after this. Yeah, El sorry. Comando. Imperial Stout brewed with maple syrup and toasted almonds. This one actually says almonds. We it is almonds. Um, yeah. Man, it's sweet. Um, I'm I'm in this weird place right now where I don't want sweet stouts. Because the weather's turning a little maybe bit. Maybe it's the weather's changing. I just like, I, or maybe I'm just over all of the overly adjuncted stouts. Um, I don't mind coffee. Maybe a touch of vanilla. Barrel age it, that's fine. But like these pastry stouts, I'm just I'm not in a place for those anymore. So I'm a, I'm gonna buy an El Comando. Wells, I'm gonna buy this. Uh, the almonds do a decent enough job of drying it out. The maple thins it out a little bit uh, without. Uh, I mean, it doesn't leave that that much sweetness. It's still got a nice almond kind of kick to it. The maple's pretty much fermented out. Uh, I mean, it's it's another beer that kind of lets you know that it's 11% or 11.5%, but, uh, I mean, I'm all for it. Josh, man, where are you? You'd be wrong, Jeff. It's okay. This is good. I know. This is delicious. I, and I don't mind that you like it. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's roasty. I think Wells put it best. Everything kind of dries it out a little bit. It's not so much of a sweet pastry stout that... It's got a lot going on. It's not like I'm going to be, like, brushing vanilla bean off right. my tongue in a couple hours. Yeah, absolutely. Like that fistful of cake, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll buy this one. All right, final beer up. Oh, barrel aged, Bambaran. Oh, barrel aged, Bambaran. Oscar Blues did a can, Bambaran. They did. It was Cigar City, Bambarana. Uh Bambarana, <laughs> Imperial Stout, aged in whiskey and brandy barrels. Yeah, I was reaching for that. Okay, like, let me have it. Just a little bit. I'm surprised you didn't sprain anything. Well, that you can tell. Did you stretch first? I did. Imperial Stout aged in whiskey and brandy barrels with figs, dates, and Ambrana wood spirals. The last Ambrana beer we had was the one um, that was like London balling in Ambrana barrels. From, that was an English style barley wine from yep. Against the Grain. Yes, that's okay, the one. Okay, I was about to look. All and right. that Ambrana was like so overpowering. Nailed it. Like none of us were really crazy about it. This is really delicious. Uh, Wells brought one of these to uh, Wales for Wishes. Wells at Wales for Wishes. Wales, Wales for Wishes. <laughs> um, <laughs> show two. Very delicious. Uh, very much like this. Yes, please have some more of this. Um, makes me forget about uh, terpene burps. So I'm going to buy on this one. Yeah. Wells? Wells? Look, I'll be honest. I was super hesitant. Okay, Oscar Blues and Cigar City, which... Both brew out of the same facility in Brevard, North Carolina, are collaborating on something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Mm, sure. I'll try one just to see how it is. 
What? You see the, the date stamp on the back? Whoa, Black Patty, Bam, Aran. Okay. Like, I didn't even see that. And mm-hmm, sure like, you didn't. Okay, so my joke's not original. Look, <laughs> this beer was suddenly hard to track down, and I've still managed to blow through two four-packs. If I could ever find a third one, I would equally destroy it. How this, am I still burping that friggin' terpenes? Uh, it's a personal problem, because this beer <laughs> destroys. It's all this was problems. This was fantastic. Um, this was a, a standout from Whales for Wishes. I mean... A, because I brought it, but B, like, damn. I mean, we're talking about, like, serious heavy hitters, out-of-market beers, and this is like a kind of a collab between two North Carolina breweries that are, or two breweries in North Carolina. It just, it just destroys. Yeah. Sorry, I get really excited all of a sudden. I'm a huge buy, Josh. Please you're, take over. You're fine. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's damn good, and I remember it from Wales from Wishes, or Wales for Wales Wishes. Wales Wishes. Wales for Wishes, and going, when are you bringing this on the show? Are you bringing it on the show? Because I kept trying to find it. I couldn't find it. Swear to God, Jeff mm-hmm. almost pushed this to the next show, and I straight up told him, if this beer goes home with me, it's not coming back. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because I I have been trying to find this beer because I knew it was coming out and man it's damn good big buy Chris Tara thoughts um that's a buy for sure that's complex that is smooth that's everything I want it's I mean delicious. it's 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 crazy 12, 12%, that it's right? basically the same two companies I mean there's no difference I'm I'm sure that brewed on one brew house yeah Come on. yeah like, nobody did anything but wait they don't they're not brewing in Tampa anymore not with this one huh. Okay, yeah, I think they still make beer in Tampa. They do yeah. occasionally, okay. but yeah. but yeah, this one was not. That's easily the smoothest twelve percent beer I've had in a while. Yeah, a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, it's damn good. Uh, well, is it time for I to tap that? How does that work? Of all the beers that we said that we would buy, what's the one, the one beer that we want on tap on our home kegerator, Jeff? Um. That Bam Brand is so good, but uh, I, I I would totally tap Gravity Rides. I would totally take a keg home tonight. I'm just saying out loud, <laughs> if anybody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Gravity Rides for me, uh, please and thank you. Wells? Uh, you guys would not see me for 5.16 gallons of time if I got that Bambarana on tap. Yeah. I mean, just like cancel my future show appointments until it's gone. And I'm sure we could just end up recording the show over at my house if I had one of those <laughs> things on tap. So, Josh, where are you? Yeah, because I'd be coming right over there to grab that off of your tap because it would be on my tap, too. Because, damn, that's good. It's damn good. I don't, did we it's even ask the good. brewery people? Because, like, last time he was like, well, I own a brewery, so, you know, I don't put anything on tap. <laughs> Let's get one right more. We're going to put Gravity Roads on tap. Huh? <laughs> Nobody ever saw that coming. <laughs> Terps all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to the time when I don't burp terp. Yep, there terp we go. Burps. Title, burps. title done. Title done. The worst. I mean, at least this lineup was better than the last couple, right? Oh yeah. I no, mean, no, you guys oh, have done a great ready. job. It, it is the luck of the beers. draw. Honestly, like you know, so much of the stuff that we we bring on the show, sometimes like you know, for for Wells or you know, like like some of these, we've had them. We know they're good. We want to share them on the show. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, we have people that will send us beer, and you just never know. Sometimes it's good, Chuck, and sometimes it's bad, Chuck. I mean, I I look at it this way. I think the three of us try to vet beers for each other to go, I'm kind of done with my trolling with you guys of, like, this is a bad beer. Like, I know when I bring something on now, I know there's a reason why I'm bringing it on at least, and I think it's going to resonate with one of you two. 
Yeah, we, we don't waste a whole lot of time with beer anymore. That but again, when we get stuff brought in, this is a whole other thing. That yeah. is something I, I really should look into resurrecting is wasting y'all's time with beers. But how many more heist crawlers can you bring? Whoa. <laughs> no. Come on. Now you have to admit, there Clap for back. a while, like you were Clap back. you were seriously like, this is the same beer as last time. I'm just bringing it anyway. <laughs> I I feel like you guys had a really interesting lineup of beers. And uh, last show as well. It's kind of fun. So it's good. It's good to try a whole bunch of different things that you wouldn't try. Yeah. And that's half the fun. You know, yeah. I mean, what it what all comes down to it deep at heart, you know, Josh and I started this like six years ago because we were both interested in beer and we were both interested in doing something else with it. And then it just kind of turned into this like every other week bottle share, which I don't feel like you can go wrong with that. And, yeah. you know, I, I've got people from all over the country that will send me stuff. Wells comes up with some of the craziest stuff. Every now and then Josh brings a beer that Wells also brought. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's great. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. I mean, you find beers you love. You find beers that you won't buy again, which is fine. Now you know. Yeah. And then you find beers that will just follow you for 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come find us, uh, craftbeercast.com. Uh, check out our old episodes. Listen to us. Uh, connect with us at CBCast on the Twitters. Uh, Wells, where can they find you? Oh, God, do they really want to? At all the Wells on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Josh. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Chris Santero, what do you got? Oh, I'm always bad at this. At Birdsong. Brewing. Brewing. Yeah, don't, don't forget the brewing. This is why I don't do it. Right? <laughs> you had one job. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. we, we are at Birdsong. I think Birdsong. he's got more than one job. Let's be honest. Oh, hey, well, to, to his credit, we are at Birdsong. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's very true. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Don't forget about our Patreon. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. You're a sad, sad robot. You're a sad, sad robot.